welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Mouse House. Tonight's episode is about one main topic and then maybe a little bit of rambling. <laughs> um, I should apologize for the last episode in time-wise. Speaking of current time, 8, 18 p.m. Oh my goodness, this has been bugging me like all week. <laughs> okay. Remember my last, second to last episode, or two episodes ago, however you say it, I said each one from now on is going to be 48 minutes, right? Well, the last episode, for whatever reason, I had 38 minutes stuck in my brain for, I don't know why, all day, and I was doing the episode, everything was fine. I actually had loads more information to tell you. <laughs> and then I saw it clicking over to 38 minutes. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, just ending the episode. And then I clicked, you know, I ended it, posted it, everything, right? And about an hour later, I was like, oh, no. I was like, I cut the episode 10 minutes short. So the first episode that was 48 minutes, I had it in my brain because I was announcing that each episode is going to be 48 minutes long from now on instead of 28 minutes, right? For whatever reason, the second episode, I cut it 10 minutes short in my brain, which translated to cutting it 10 minutes short in the episode. <laughs> oh my goodness. And like, it, I don't know, it was three nights ago, I think. I was just laying in bed, just staring at the ceiling because uh, it's like a foot away from me. <laughs> well, okay, it's probably about two or three feet away from me because uh, I'm up in the loft in the tiny house. That's where the bed is. And I was just sitting there. I was just like, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I cut the stupid episode 10 minutes short. I was just, I was so angry. Just like all week or five days. For the past five days, I just been so angry. And I was like, Hasn't been five days yet. Hasn't been five days yet. I need to get on, a, you know, on the next episode and explain to him and apologize. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut the episode 10 minutes short. You know, that's my fault. Like, my bad. I screwed up. Second new episode, if you will, in. And I already screwed it up. So the first one, fine. Second one, screwed up. So this one, third time's a charm. I'll just keep 48 minutes stuck in my brain and we'll go from there. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I'm so pissed off about screwing up. Whatever. It is what it is. So we move on and we're in the new episode right now. Let's make sure 48 minutes. Okay. Right now it's been three minutes 26, 27, 28 seconds. We're good to go. Just keep telling ourselves 48 minutes. <laughs> so what's tonight's topic about? I was thinking about this. Somebody, actually a few people have said this on social media, on TikTok particularly, is the reason why a lot of people are most likely stressed out, pissed off, or whatever, for a lot of reasons, obviously. 
you know, there's hundreds, okay, around the world. It, but one of the other big reasons is just the overload of information that we can obtain. And so he was talking about how he, this specific person, I, I just remember, they all pretty much said the same thing because we're about the same age. You know, I'm 39 and they look to be about 35 or so, maybe a little older. And they said back in back in the day, you know, before smartphones and stuff and the Internet was pretty new. We didn't know what was going on in the world. Not really, you know, only major stuff. And that's because you would see it on the news, on the national news or something. And they would talk about a story from, you know, Iceland or something. Or, you know, they talk about the running of the bulls in Spain or, you know, some, uh, what was it? Some guy who fathered like 800 children in England, you know, big stories, right? And we really didn't know what was going on. And that made it a lot less stressful for the majority of the world. You know, now, I think it's good and bad. But right now, you know, you could see everything going on in France. You could see what's going on in, you know, Russia and Ukraine. You could see what's going on. And, you know, you name it, okay? Um, you know, how they're, how they are actually mining lithium in Africa, you know, and it's little kids and stuff and, you know, showing that like, hey, lithium, it's really not that good. You know, the batteries that claim to be, you know, good and stuff, right? And so you have people documenting that on TikTok and wherever, and so you could just get so much information. You know, if you hear an earthquake in Chile, well, you're going to know within hours, right? If you're lucky or unlucky, you're going to know within minutes. You know, people are going to be posting from Chile like, hey, look, the the road split in half, you know, a huge earthquake. Or, you know, if something happens in Japan and, you know, it might not make national news. Well, you'll see it. You know, there there's these videos floating around as the dark side of Japan. And so it shows, you know, your typical uh, Japanese street, you know, and typical Japanese, uh, you know, kind of culture and mannerism and stuff. You know, they're very quiet and they, you know, they go to work, they go home and stuff like that. Right. And they go to bars and drink and fall asleep in the street, which was shocking to me. <laughs> I was like, Whoa, <laughs> you know, you have all these, uh, all these uh, salary men, as they call them, you know, just sleeping on the sidewalks and they're in suits, you know, and they're using like literally using their briefcase as a pillow, you know, because they work so much and they get super drunk and they just don't make it home and police just drive by. They don't care because they know they're not homeless and stuff. But then you'll see people like, um, oh, what's the game that they play there? Because, oh, pachinko. So gambling is illegal, but in Japan, but pachinko is like this weird gray area. It's like you can collect a bunch of metal balls and that's what you buy. And then you play these games, right? You press a button and then let's say you get a thousand balls 
and you end up winning like 5,000 balls, you take them to another store next, like across the street or next door, and you trade those for like a plastic card or something, or like a plastic, you know, like a, like a piece of plexiglass kind of like thing, you know, and they're probably different colors. And then you take that to another place and then you trade that for cash or you trade like the metal balls for cash. You know, there's like this weird gray area where you can actually gamble in a sense, right? Cause you just made your money. You bought a thousand and you won 5,000 metal balls. You made money, right? And so it had some guy out there outside of a pachinko, like he was crying and, you know, like yelling and stuff and on his knees and like, cause I guess he just lost all his money. And so that's, you know, the dark side of Japan that, I mean, that wouldn't make national news. It's not really a big deal. It's not newsworthy, if you will. But on TikTok, it is, you know, and on other platforms, it is Well, you'll see it on Twitter and stuff. And so my, I'd like to explain. So if you've been on my Twitter and you've seen the bio that I wrote on my Twitter account, Okay, if you go to my Twitter and you read my bio, it looks pretty negative. And it looks kind of like, wow, what a POS kind of thing, right? What a jerk. Or, you know, heartless. Okay? You know, you're a heartless, well, bear. <laughs> you know? And I'd like to explain my side. And before I do, before we get into this episode, or at least this particular topic so i'll try to end it positive okay i know it's a little heavy is before we start i am not trying to encourage you to think like me i'm not trying to influence you and i'm not telling you what to do okay everybody does that in the world you might not notice and hopefully you don't get any interactions like that but I certainly do all the time. Okay. And I firmly believe, you know, whether it is something I hate or something I like, you should be able to think, say, and do whatever you want. I don't care if it's good or bad because it's your life, your own decisions, your own thoughts, and your own words. And I think everybody should be respectful of somebody else's opinion, regardless of if you agree with it or not. Okay? So I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not encouraging you to think like I am. And I'm not trying to convince you. If anything, I'm just explaining my side and how I see things and why I see things the way they are. And just presenting to you another side of all of this. Okay. All this information and stressed out and all this other stuff. Okay. And in my bio, it says something like um, 2020 and beyond. Since 2020 and beyond, society has shown how pathetic they are or something. I do not help 
care or something uh, to about people I don't know. Okay? Like, it was something like that. You know, I, I don't have it word for word, but you know what I mean. You know, maybe if I'm offline, I might be able to read it to you on my iPad. Because I'm, my, I don't have Wi-Fi, obviously. Um, it might let me click on it online and be able to read it. So let's see here. Yeah, 2020 and beyond proved how pathetic society is. I don't help, care, or think about people I don't know. So if you see that, you're like, wow, what a jerk, you know, what a terrible person, right? And I understand that. I do. And nobody said anything to me. I haven't gotten any DMs or anything saying like, oh, you're a heartless person. Well, a bear would be correct, but you know what I mean. And for me, I'm very mathematical, okay? When you look at the numbers, it it doesn't make sense in my mind to care about others that you don't know. And the reason being is because of how much information we could take in and see you'll be miserable 24-7. And so I'm not actively, like, forcing myself not to care. I I genuinely don't get it, okay, when you're caring about somebody who you don't know. And the reason being is for that, just when you look at the math, you're like, why would I care? By the time I think about this individual... 20 people have already died, literally, because it's 1.8 people die every single second around the world. You know, there's disasters all the time, whether it's, you know, a landslide or, you know, whatever, a fire, something, right? And when you look at the numbers, as I see them, I'm just like, there's you first of all you can't wrap your head around that nobody can somebody dying two people basically dying every single second okay you just can't wrap your head around that you know 1.8 rounded up to two let's be negative all right (laughs) but you know what i mean okay and so there's that disconnect that I don't understand why people want me to connect. I'm like, why do you want me to be miserable? I'm a very mathematical person. I I look at things on the numbers because in my defense, that's what they use. Whether it's individuals that you speak with or the media or whoever, it's always numbers, you know? 15 people die in a you know, in an apartment fire. Well, there's a number right there. It's all, it's all about numbers. Yet, even though they throw numbers in our face, they don't want us to look at the numbers as in like, well, that's so many, or it happens all the time, literally every second. Um, you know, why should I care? 
because I, for me, I don't think I should care because life is very short. As you can see, people die all the time from all kinds of things, right? I should only focus on the people I know and care about. Because if I were to focus on everything going out there, if I sat there and I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to make a conscious decision and be fully aware of everything that I see. You know, when I see this, um, you know, a bunch of villagers get kidnapped in Africa. I am going to sit there and think about it for an hour and be upset about it. Even though, like, literally thousands and thousands of people have already died versus, let's say, 30 villagers were kidnapped. It just doesn't make any sense. The numbers are so big and life is so short. You're just like, you know, you have to be selfish. You have to be like, you know what, if, if that's how the world is, if this is life, if this is how life is going on, how it is out there in the world and how fragile it is and that it can end at any time, why are you going to choose to think and be stressed out and care about others you don't even know? They're already gone. Yes, it's terrible that they're gone, but it's over. You don't know them. I'm going to focus on building memories with and caring about and loving people I know, uh, you know, friends, family members. You know, if I was in a relationship, you know, I'd care about her and focus on her. Why am I going to sit there and stew about something a that has already happened b i don't even know who they are and c 10 times as many people died already by the time i'm done thinking about it or reading the article about it you know let's say i read multiple articles about whatever happened it doesn't make any sense and, and it's very it's a very cold way of thinking. But I don't see it that way. I feel like and believe me, I'm I'm the king of wasting time. You know, I stay at home a lot. I don't go out on adventures. I don't, you know, uh grab life by the reins and you know, go out and have fun or whatever, right? You know, I consider that wasting time, not going anywhere, not doing anything and not experiencing anything. And that's mainly due to my panic disorder and stuff like that and anxiety, right? And my PTSD. I want to go out and about. I really do. But it's very difficult for me. But if life is so fragile... There is no point in you sitting around and thinking about stuff and thinking about things about other people that you don't even know. 
all that's going to happen is people are going to ask, what did you do, you know, 20 years ago, 40 years ago? Oh, well, you know, I was posting stuff about how upset I was, um, you know, about the landslide in Brazil and how it killed a hundred people. They're like, okay, that was like 40 years ago. Yeah, you know, they'd probably have to Google it and be like, you mean that thing that happened like 40 years ago? Yeah, why do you care? You don't even live there. You didn't even know any of the people. Like, was a friend or family member in the landslide? No. Then why did you sit there and talk about it for hours on end? You know, or all day, let's say. You spent the whole day. You even started a blog or you're tweeting about it, or making videos about it or, you know, donating to charity, stuff like that. You know, why did you just sit around and do that all day? And when I mean, what I mean by not caring, I'm saying you're not like, oh, I don't care about those people. I could care less. You know, their lives mean nothing to me. What I mean is you see what happened. You recognize what happened. You're like, wow, that's really bad. That sucks. You know, that's horrible. And then you move on. You're like, you know what? I'm going to make the best of whatever time I have left as I can. Because seeing this has proven that life is short and it can, it can end at any time. Instead of sitting around and stewing. You know? And I'm like, I'm done. I'm only going to care about and help out and think about the people that I know, my little circle, those are the only people I'm going to focus on. Because there's no point. Mathematically, there is no point in thinking about those people or, you know, writing about it or anything like that. Because they're already gone. Or, you know, there's already... 10,000 people already talking about it or something. You're just going to get lost in the weeds like everybody else. Unless you're like a high roller and you got tons of money. And I don't know, you go on the black market and buy a bunch of rocket launchers and, you know, AK-47s and buy an army. And then you go and save the people that were kidnapped in Africa. You know, the 30 people. Okay, fine. Think about it, plan it, and go do it. But I'm guessing the majority of us can't do that. I mean, I'd totally do it. That'd be cool. <laughs> if you ask me, I'd be like, oh, I'm down with that. You're like, I'll get a RPG. I'll get a few grenades. A couple AK-47s. Glock 19s, of course. I mean, that's, you know, good old trusty Glocks. Uh, you know, and buy an army. And then, you know, go rescue those people. That'd be awesome. I'd love to do that. But I don't have the money to do it. <laughs> Plus, I don't know. Is it illegal? I don't think it is. I don't think it's illegal to do that, is it? It's kind of a gray area, I think. Because you don't have any jurisdiction. So it's like you can't just show up in, like, the Congo and be like, Hey, <laughs> guess what, homie? 
I, I just bought an army and now we're going to take those villagers back, <laughs> you know, or, and free them. I don't know. I don't think you're allowed to do that. Maybe. <laughs> um, I'm guessing like if you paid the government off enough in the Congo, they probably look the other way. But I think when you get home back to the United States or wherever you live, the government's going to be like, yeah, I don't think you're allowed to do that. <laughs> you're under arrest. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's a very negative way I can see from your standpoint looking at mine. You're like, wow, that's terrible. You don't care. Well, I do care. It's like, wow, that sucks. But you can't let all that stuff get to you. Yeah, I know that's easier said than done. For me, it doesn't mean anything. You know, because I just look at it from a mathematical standpoint. That's just how I am. And it's like, who cares? You know, and you're like, well, maybe I could help. You know, maybe I could donate to charity or something. Well, that's another problem, too. Uh, what was it? Uh, I saw this other one. They started. Um, they started tracing the money. And the the charities and stuff, they gathered all the charities that were this one big one, mainly. They started there, I think. And it was all donations are going to Africa to help the villagers and stuff like that. You know, um, they even had like songs on the commercials, like we are the people or something. Anyways, it was a trillion dollars that has been sent to Africa. Only 180 billion was actually used for charity. So where's the like 820 billion? Where did that go? If only like 180 billion went to, you know, the actual cause. 820 billion just vanishes out of thin air. There's another guy who was talking about charities. Every dollar that you donate to pretty much any charity, seven cents is used for that cause from that one dollar that you donated. So let's say you donated, you know, a, like a hundred dollars, right? Like seven dollars was put towards that cause. You know, you, you donate a thousand dollars. Well, 70 bucks, that's not very much. You know, that's not a lot at all. And so as bad as this sounds, and I posted this on my Twitter, I was like, and I showed a video, I posted the video of this guy talking about it. I was like, all charities are just scams. That's all they are. They're just complete scams. If seven cents of your dollar goes to the charity, like to actually buying supplies, then it's pointless to donate completely pointless to donate to charities because it's not going to like the actual cause <laughs> you know it's not actually helping people you know what i mean and you might say well you know there's labor costs and stuff like that okay i understand that but that still doesn't justify my seven cents 
going to the charity and then the rest of it's just gone. You know, it's ridiculous. And I know this is like a very negative way of thinking and stuff, but I don't think I'm being negative. I'm just being realistic. This is the other thing. What I always say to people, the math doesn't lie. People do. Okay. People lie all the time, but guess what? When you crunch numbers, numbers don't lie. Math never lies to you, but people can lie to you and they do lie to you. And it looks like they lie to you more often than not. And so when you look at it from that standpoint, from just a pure factual standpoint, you're like, hmm, there's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot of things out there that are not as good as I thought they were. Or I'm caring about a lot of things that I really shouldn't care about or I shouldn't let get to me. You know, I shouldn't say not care about, but there's a lot of things that I really shouldn't stress out about or I really shouldn't let that get in the way of my day-to-day life. And that sounds terrible. I understand that. But there's something else that I always say to people too is you can't save everyone. And I think I've said this on this podcast before. And that's just the fact of life. You can't save everyone, and that sucks. It sucks big time. Of course we want to save everybody. But at the end of the day, you can't. And that's terrible. You know? And it seems like... It seems like now, because we're so... um, You know... We're so consumed by like information from all around the world of bad things happening. You know, people get over overwhelmed and they get stressed out and they get angry. And they just get mad. They get mad at everything. And they're just like this one guy. <laughs> this lady um, like beeped at this dude in his car. And he just snapped. Just like freaked out. Put his car in reverse, slammed into her, her car, slammed into the car in front of him, drove over the curb onto oncoming traffic, slammed into some poor person, poor person like driving their Porsche, some poor innocent bystander, if you will, just driving his nice Porsche, slammed into the back of that and took off because somebody honked and they just snapped. That's... That's where we are as a society. We're just like anything that pisses somebody off. They just, they don't think about the repercussions. They just don't care. They're like, I got nothing to lose. You know? And, (laughs) okay. This is going to sound even worse. So this is going to make me look bad. But. It's okay if I think that, okay? I have nothing to lose. And you're like, well, why can't I think that? Of course you can. But I'm saying when everybody is starting to think like that, it it makes the world a very messy place. (laughs) And that's what we're seeing, you know? And the difference is I'm not going to snap and rear end somebody, okay? Or, you know, I'm not going to snap and, like, punch somebody. I just... 
I come to terms in a peaceful way in, in my thinking of, I got nothing to lose. So I'm not like, I got nothing to lose. So I'm just going to go like beat up somebody. Or, you know, I'm just going to go like randomly punch someone like you see all the time, almost every day. You'll see it on TikTok. Somebody walking down the street, minding their own business, and they get sucker punched, right? Because they have the same, for whatever reason, they have the same mentality I do. It's like, I got nothing to lose. I don't care. Like, jail, prison, so my life will end eventually, and it'll be over. So I have nothing to lose. Good, bad, nobody's going to remember us, right? Remember I was talking about that? And so it's very hypocritical of me to be like, well, it's okay if I think that, but it's not okay if you do. But I I tried my best to defend myself in saying that like, well, I'm not driving around ramming cars or assaulting people for no reason on the sidewalk. It's just, I'm at peace with being like, I don't care. I have nothing to lose, so I I have everything to gain, you know? And I think, you know, what I've noticed, I noticed in 2010, people starting to kind of act like that. And you would hear, like, little snarky remarks at, like, a 7-Eleven or something, you know, bad customer service or whatever. And you're like, well, maybe that person had a bad day. Well, it it happened more than once on several in several different stores. And just how people word things. And that was back in 2010. And so keep in mind, I was outside of the country for many years. And then I came back home. And so I had a fresh new look. I had a new perspective, a new angle, if you will, because I had been gone for a while and so that's why I started to notice it I'm like that's weird why did they say that or why did they act like that you'll see something on at the time YouTube I'm like man why why would somebody do that you know they just I don't know they ran over some homeless people or something and then it wasn't until 2020 you know deep deep into 2020 and then it just progressively got worse where it seems like more and more people are on board with just not caring anymore. They're like, even if I go to prison, it's not even going to be that long. You know, if I do in the first place, you know, a lot of the times they don't go to prison. They might go to jail maybe. And even then they don't really go to jail. So why wouldn't you? You're angry or that person pissed you off. Why wouldn't you do something? Do something about it. You're not going to get arrested. Well, you might get arrested, but, you know, the repercussions are much less. So why not? <laughs> right? And so I think that has fueled the fire. Along with just everything in 2020 where people are just like, you know what? I just don't care anymore. I got nothing to lose. You know, it's not fun being here. So I might as well make the best of it. Right? 
and to them in their mind, the best of it is ramming their car or, you know, punching somebody at random or whatever it may be, right? And so that's another reason why I I wouldn't say I'm happy. I would say that's another reason why I guess I'm, I can't really use the word happy. Another reason why I'm okay with how I see things. I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother me. And I'm not saying that to be like, well, I'm not letting it bother me. I'm okay with the fact that I see things a lot differently than others in terms of like, you know, things happening out in the world. And I'm just like, wow, that sucks or whatever. But it's like, I don't really care. You know, I don't know you. I don't know them. I I don't live in Italy where it's flooding. You know, because they had floods recently, right? Or, you know, in Brazil where it was flooding like a while ago. That's too bad, but you know what? I don't really know anybody there. You know, I I don't know... I don't have any friends in in Italy. I don't have any friends in Brazil. I I don't know anyone there, so why would I care? What's done is done and it happened. And I'm going to focus on building memories with people I know and caring about them and taking time out of my day and focus on the people that I care about. Because if I focus on a bunch of people who I don't know, Well, I hate to say it, but it's kind of a waste of time, right? You're wasting your time on people you don't know versus people that care about you, that you care about them. You could be helping them out and spending time with them or listening to them versus, well, I got to stay in all day because I got to tweet about it, post videos about it, and scroll through the internet to see as much information as I can about whatever happened that you found out about. You know, it, I think one of the things it really bothers me to this day. And I just found out recently and it was from like a FBI dude or something. No, he wasn't FBI. He was just, I don't Anyways, he was somebody some some type of law enforcement, okay? Undercover, you know? And this is what really, I think, was the last nail in the coffin was he said there was upwards, an estimated upwards of 8 million kids being trafficked, being trafficked, human trafficking, right? Being bought and sold, um, you know, and forced to do various things use your imagination okay i'm not going to mention it and i was like if there are eight million kids out there being subjected to that kind of treatment i just can't care about strangers you know for all i know that guy who is like oh poor me my car got stolen or something on tiktok for all i know he's one of those people who's buying and selling kids or 
you know, doing something bad, right? You know, and when you think about that, 8 million, that's like the population of New York City. It's like, I just don't care. Like, I care about those kids. You know, that bothers me. And I think about that. When it comes to, like, adults, I really don't care. (laughs) I mean, you had your life. It sucks. It happened. You know, game over. Sorry. You know, it ended too soon. You probably could have lived a little longer. Maybe not. But it's just... It's so crazy. It's just like, I I can't bring myself to thinking like, oh, well, I need to worry about all these people that I don't know. After hearing that, I'm like, you know, I already didn't already, but finding that out was really, really hit me, you know, really bothered me because this guy, he was undercover and they rescued like 50 kids and the guy on the podcast he's like oh that's really good he goes and then that's when he said the number he's like yeah but i mean it's a losing battle you know there's like eight million kids out there that are subjected to this 50 yeah that's great but he's like it's just never ending but anyways you know so that that individual that you see on And I'm not saying everybody's bad. I'm just saying you don't know. When they go home, you don't know who they are. You don't know what they're like when they go home. If they're on camera, they're probably going to be nice. And when they get home, they might be a very different individual. An individual that you would not want to be a part of or get to know or care about. You understand? Anyways, let's wrap this up with something maybe a little happier. Okay? So I think this is a little bit of a Debbie Downer. But I find it important. Okay? So, okay. Remember how I said I'm going to leave the door open to a relationship, right? Well... I've been talking to somebody recently and I really like her (laughs) and I'm really scared because I like being single and I like having, this is so irresponsible of me to say this, but what makes me look irresponsible, which I probably am saying in doing this, but I like having no responsibility. (laughs) Okay. If her and I were living together or, you know, we're dating and living together or married, even crazier to think of, um, I would be responsible for that person, just like they would be responsible for me. That is terrifying. (laughs) Okay. And I like having me being able to screw up if I want with little to no repercussions. Having nothing to lose, if you will. It's nice. It's very freeing when you have nothing to lose. Because you're like, well, I'm not in a relationship. I'm not married, you know, or dating. It's like, 
I can kind of do whatever I want and it doesn't matter. And that's very nice. But she's really nice. <laughs> and I really, really like her. And um, she's uh, younger than me. <laughs> um, she's 25 and I'm 39. And that's not why I like her a lot. You know, it, it is pretty cool that she's like um, 25 and ridiculously good looking. I mean, it's it's insane. Um, this individual lives like a few hours away from me in the same state. She lives a few hours away from me and I plan to meet her soon. I think I don't know. Um, but I. I don't know. I can't stop thinking about her. And I like hearing her voice and seeing her on video, you know, when we chat, um, you know, and I like texting her and stuff and getting messages. And she seems to really like me as well. And um, I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm in high school again. <laughs> You know, I feel like I, I'm like, am I really 39 and I have a crush and like, I'm crushing on someone really hard and I'm getting excited. Like when I see a message from her, I'm like, yay, <laughs> you know, oh my goodness. It's embarrassing. It is so embarrassing to feel like this. So I'm like, I'm old, you know, I shouldn't be like high school giddy, but that's really how I feel because she. I don't know. I mean, so far, you know, and I don't think she's going to change for the worse. So far, I mean, she treats me really well. And that's nice. I really appreciate that. And I actually messaged her. I was like, hey, I just wanted to tell you, like, I really appreciate how you treat me. I, I notice it and I really appreciate it. And I absolutely love it. And I love getting to know you and stuff like that. Um, and she said, yeah, I like how you treat me too. And then I got a bunch of kiss emojis. <laughs> but, you know, which obviously made me happy. <laughs> um, and I was talking to my cousins about it who recently got married like a year ago. And they're just like, yeah, just you know, take it easy and chill and talk and meet and stuff. I was like, but she's so hot <laughs> and her voice is so amazing. And oh my goodness. And so my cousin's wife was like, yeah, I mean, you know, there, there are other slamming chicks out there. Cause I was like, dude, she's slamming. She's like, I know, but there are a lot of slamming chicks out there. She's not the only one. I was like, I know, but this girl is totally my type. I mean, there is nothing I would change at all. I mean, nothing, you know, and I've tried to think, you know, cause I'm very OCD, you know, when I'm looking at somebody, uh, you know, let's say I'm checking some girl out, which I never do hardly, but, or let's say I meet somebody and I happen to like them or something and they like me, you know, I'm very OCD, you know, they have to be, uh, 
mathematically perfect, if you will. That's what I say. You have to be mathematically perfect. And she is. I mean, there's just not one thing that I would change. You know? Everything. I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, in my eyes, she's perfect. And so... I'm having a very difficult time because I'm just like, man, I really like being single. I like being alone. I like having my own schedule. I like doing my own thing. But then there's her. And I'm like, yeah, but I really like her too. <laughs> I like being alone, but I really, really like her. Um, wow, she's awesome. <laughs> but anyways, so I figured we could end on a note that you can laugh at me feel free i welcome you to laugh at me sounding like a complete idiot i hope i hope i'm making you happy i hope i'm making you laugh i'm even going over our time limit for this so i open the door but not sniffing around and somehow she found me and we got to chatting and i was like oh i live in Washington State and she's like oh no way me too I was like oh cool and so yeah I uh I don't know I just I I don't know what to do I think my my plan so far is okay I need to go and see her you know meet first and then go from there right and then see what I what we want to do, you know, and how I feel. See see what I want to do about my own feelings, if you will. But I kind of know what's going to happen. Once I meet her, I'm going to be like, that's the one. <laughs> so it's like, I kind of already know how the story ends. I'm going to see her and just be like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be alone anymore. I think I could be okay with that. If I want to be alone, I'll go walk outside. <laughs> so hopefully soon I'll meet up with her. But anyways, I went way over our time limit. I guess this is making up for cutting the episode short in the last one. So I hope all of you have enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned. Within five days, I will be making a new episode. Have a good night.